Jelly beans don't become stale or rotten, but the old ones can have a specific taste is what this is. It's not the taste, it's the texture of them. Yeah, no. I don't know. <laughs> it's not like they sell them loose in the store. They're in bags. I'm going to leave them in bags until at they least like sell them loose. They do. You go it's called a pick and mix. Yeah. We went to one in Chicago, you big weirdo. Yeah, but they're like in jars. I'm not saying they're not like open bins of jelly beans. Sarah. Uh, Sarah. <laughs> Again, we went to one in Chicago. They were just giant open jars of jelly beans. No, they're not open jars. They like come in those like dispensers and there's like they're all covered in plastic. <sighs> but they open constantly. They they're just open to the air. People leave them open. Don't they don't leave them open. People leave them open when they get them out of You the- like have a lever and you pull it and it dispenses the jelly beans and then it closes again. And also you go through it a lot faster. That's why you can like do that because they're always actively being eaten. Uh welcome to Monster Pod, the podcast where Sarah's wrong. <laughs> we have a lot Never of Never wrong. I'm right about TV. everything. <laughs> and I stand by it. My name is Emily. Uh, keeper of monsters, keeper of quiche, keeper of jelly beans, not in their original container because I'm not a sociopath. <laughs> My name is Travis. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating a quiche. Who's next? Uh, I, I was going to let Travis finish his introduction. Yeah. That's Travis. He plays Buddy. Buddy's a Bigfoot. I'm Sarah. <laughs> I play Thompson. She's a witch. And I... I'm not going to put jelly beans into eggs just quite yet. Sadie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sadie. I play Jimmy. He's the initiate. I am finishing my lab snacks now so I don't get yelled at during the course of recording. Look, I forgot. I don't know if Sarah was here when I explained. I forgot to put the quiche in the oven because I was in the middle of a war and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you don't sieve six and bake. Feels dangerous to like have any plans in a day and like start sieve six before those plans. Like. Yes. <laughs> I played for four hours yesterday. <laughs> that's it? I feel like that's just... Like yeah, most people session. start a game of Civ Six, and then it is literally a week later the next time they look up. Yeah, I was going to say, I just like think about like when I get into a mood and want to play Stardew Valley, and I will literally just sit there all day and play Stardew Valley. <laughs> it has a Sims effect. So the when we last left, uh, you guys, you had just shown up at a hospital a little too late to solve a famous playwright from getting eaten by a giant... Um, sentient Venus flytrap, essentially. An Audrey, if you will. An Audrey, if you will. Somewhere between Audrey and the plants from Jumanji. <laughs> and and you defeated it, and uh, you looked at and some... And we solved the mystery, the end. You looked at some security footage of the person who delivered the plant to the room. Um, it was a, a younger-ish man who was met in the hallway by a lady, and they were driven away in a Postal service chariot by three cherubs in a trench coat. (laughs) And that's where we left off with uh, Jimmy remembering that the same symbol that was on the roll of stamps you received in a special package was uh, also a symbol of Hermes. Good job me remembering that. So you guys are in the... uh, the control of the security closet, I guess, for this hospital. <clears throat> you guys are, are violently shaken by an earthquake. Um, lights are flickering. Everything is shaking. It's very scary. Everyone roll me. Act under pressure, please. Wow. Ooh. Not acting under pressure. Ooh. Ten. Cool as shit. 
I got a five and I get to level up. I got a 13 and act under pressure is one of my specialized moves. So I get the, the double super bonus effect on it. Um, buddy, you instinctively reach over and grab Thomason and hold her upright while everything is shaking. Jimmy, you don't find something to hold on to in time. You go keeling over forward into the security, uh, security dude. And uh, you take one harm from bumping your noggin on the control panel. And I'm unstable again. (laughs) (laughs) I also assume that you just whacked your head so hard you had like some sort of magical epiphany or like you just gained magic powers or something. I assume so. Yeah, I have to look at. I don't know which move you're choosing next. (laughs) I enjoyed that like mental. I I hit my head so hard that I became more charming. Oh, it kind of like reshaped your head a little bit, so it's a little more symmetrical. Yeah. <laughs> no, it just you know sometimes if you hit your head badly enough, you kind of make causes a personality shift, and usually it's people getting meaner. But in this case, it's a Stefan Urkel situation. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> it's a Stefan Urkel situation. Like Jimmy falls over, he stands up, and he's like, "Hello." Yes. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> to the only lady in the room being <laughs> Gross. Exactly. Uh, so that's where you guys are. You just survived this earthquake. It was like medium level destructive. So like the power seems to be out until a generator kicks on because it's a hospital. But uh, people are, are panicky. Yeah, not great, I would imagine. Um, probably a bad sign. Should we go? I mean, I have to assume it's because the, the city is falling from the sky. <laughs> So yes, Look, we need to move don't faster. Don't phrase it that way. But am like, I, I don't want to think about that. I don't, no, you're you're definitely correct, and I just would prefer we don't acknowledge that. I feel like if we acknowledge it, it'll get you to move faster. Let's go. <laughs> Are you guys exiting the hospital? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And heading uh, to the post office. Yeah. You guys step outside and you notice that there's no sky. It it has been taken over. Um, basically the dome surrounding, I guess it's like an upright capsule shaped city. So that's kind of what I've been picturing. The dome on the top and the bottom, and then like, it's a column in the middle, but a, a metal like shield has come down over the top of the dome and down the side. So basically encasing the city in a protective layer. So there's no sunlight. It's just the, uh, emergency lights essentially that are on so it's like a permanent twilight situation out it's very scary people are panicking they're vampires and they're sparkling (laughs) you know what just for that uh robert pattinson's gonna make an appearance at some point hell yeah about that (laughs) he's very batman robert pattinson (laughs) so he's weird he's always weird he's robert pattinson I was really gunning for the lighthouse, Robert Pattinson. Oh, no. That's a very specific kind of weird. No, I I don't really feel comfortable with that character making an appearance in this mystery. I don't feel comfortable with that character making an appearance anywhere outside of that movie, but yeah. I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with the character in the movie. I mean, you're supposed to be. It's all bad. So yeah, that's what you guys are faced with outside. So, post office. Yeah. Yeah. Is there the main post office? Are Hector and what's his, what's her face? Irene? Yes, thank you. You guys didn't bring them or alert them <laughs> to this. It's nighttime, remember? We went, <laughs> we went on our own. <sighs> Shit. 
This is what happens when we go off half-cocked, as per usual. We don't need no cops. Where are the cops? <laughs> I mean, we could go get them and ask them where the post office is, or we could just start walking around and maybe we'll just get lucky. That could waste time. Didn't we, wasn't there a map or something that we had found in a previous? I thought we were using like Hector's phone. Yeah, didn't we steal his phone? Borrow, borrow his phone. We had to give it back. Emily, do we still have his phone? <laughs> I don't have that specific information. I'm going to say that you guys gave it back, but I mean, you're surrounded by people. Yeah, but they're all panicked. Let's look for the person that's the least panicked. Mostly, uh, everyone might... roll investigate. I think a before mystery. we start trying to talk to people, we should maybe stop Jimmy's head from openly bleeding. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna slap a Hello Kitty Band-Aid on that real quick. I'm just, I'm just imagining Jimmy wandering <laughs> on like, you guys, this is fine. We're fine. He's <laughs> extra charming now. Would they even notice? I just imagine that he is so used to be like actively bleeding that he's just like, yeah, it's fine. He's just going full <laughs> McConaughey. In, yeah. uh, dazed and confused. Ew. All right, all right, all right. Where are we going next? <laughs> oh. <All right. laughs> so I rolled a nine on my Band-Aid application, which doesn't heal you any harm, but you aren't unstable anymore. Helpful. <laughs> oh, <cool. laughs> um, oh, yeah, Jimmy still has the case of the uh, troubled tummy from his last healing. Yep. This is a bad day for Jimmy. It's always a bad day for Jimmy. We could rename the podcast A Bad Day for Jimmy. It would, it would ring true. <laughs> That's the spinoff. Just all bleedy and tooty. That's our, walking around for directions. That's our young Sheldon. That's the that's the in between movies short. <laughs> a bad day for Jimmy. No, the in between movie short is a good day for Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and in the background, things are blowing up, but he's having a fantastic day. <laughs> the world literally ends, and Jimmy just shows up at his apartment at the end of the day like, huh, <laughs> I'm gonna order a pizza. <laughs> All right, so Jimmy, you're stable, but not really healed of any harm. Um, you still have more of those uh, magic bath oil beads. <laughs> you know, last time that have, I did that, I had the case of the toots, so I feel it like... It will heal you for, what, two harm? Uh, but you do have to roll a d20, and then I will determine, based on that, um, any side effects. I may as well. I feel like I'm going to be going into some sort of battle at some point time soon. I'd like not to die. Yeah, that's probably fair to assume. I've been told I'm not allowed. <laughs> Ooh, I got an 18. Not yet. You got an 18. Yeah, it just heals you. You feel fine. You're all sleepy, but... It is a good day for Jimmy. One thing went right. <laughs> One solitary thing. You're healed but for two harm. Nice. I'm going to spark a J real quick and try to heal myself of the one harm that I forgot how I got already, probably from a plant biting me. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Okay, I heal my harm. I got a nine, which lets me heal one harm. It's an okay J. <laughs> All right. Everyone is mostly healed. Thomason, how are you? Um. Yeah, I've been sitting on two harm, but I rarely get hurt so i'm willing to risk it yeah you actually have to fight to get hurt <laughs> i do have more band-aids i guess thomason did help out with the plant so <laughs> I i'm gonna put a hello kitty on set thomason it on too. fire oh okay. thank you because i have more band-aids i also just love that they're hello kitty band-aids it's i'm rolling a whole lot of nines today so you heal of one harm hey that'll do it sort of <laughs> <laughs> i mean i will take one harm over two harm <laughs> It's just Buddy completely unhurt and a little bit stoned, and then two people who are hurt and covered in Hello Kitty bandages. Just like a slight limp. <laughs> I think Jimmy's doing more than limping at this point. Yeah, I mean, I only have two harm now. 
So, you know, that's like a normal amount of harm. That's just a regular day for Jimmy. I I assume he always has to harm at any given point in time. We're actually doing like a before sunrise, whatever, whatever, Ethan Hawke movie thing where it's like an okay day for Jimmy, a very bad day for Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy has a good day. A trilogy. (laughs) That was Ethan Hawke, right? Yes, it was. Yes, good job. Okay. Like, it's either him or Christian Slater, but Christian Slater's a little scary for that. That would be a very different movie. (laughs) (laughs) Like, even the, like, one rom-com that Christian Slater did was kind of still a little bit creepy because of who he is as a person. Yeah. Okay, we're going... We need to flag someone down and ask where the post office is. We need to send a letter. (laughs) Um, Okay. We desperately need to mail something. Emily has been distracted by a cat. I mean, that's my entire life. I'm sending you guys pictures to the group chat. Okay, so um, <laughs> if you guys are going to be looking for someone um, who looks slightly less panicked than everybody else, um, going to need you to roll, uh, manipulate someone. I am a whole degree better at that now. Uh, 13. 9. 11. So Thomason rolled the highest, so this is this is Thomason's responsibility now. Um, you guys oh, all boy. find a person in like a varying degree of upset, but Thomason manages to find the one guy who's like pretty pretty fine. Like he's kind of looking up, like nodding, like he's thinking some stuff over. <laughs> uh, yeah, Thomason, you find a guy who's like standing oh, yeah, in the middle, yeah. like the um, the way that like most of the sections of the town are built have like a middle spoke situation that you can like look down through. So he's standing kind of in that center median, like looking up and looking down, like he's trying to orient himself, but he's not openly panicking. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go over and tap him on the shoulder. (laughs) Very casually. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. See, this is important. Uh, Where is the post office? And he does that kind of like dad, like readjusting, like, all right. Uh, so here's what you're going to want to do. Oh, no. <laughs> going to be like my dad and draw a map. <laughs> <laughs> no, he expects you to draw the map. Um, so he, like, leans on the, the center railing and, like, is pointing with his hand. He's like, so you're going to go up this street. <laughs> and then you're going to make a left at that green lamppost. All right? I've already forgotten what he said. Is someone with me? <laughs> I don't trust Thomason to relay this information. <laughs> I have to assume we just followed her. I- okay. It's like you're going to go up this street, second left, green lamppost. Green lamppost. Okay. Then you're going to head down 4th Avenue. Going uh, <laughs> to head down 4th Avenue for about three blocks, make a right on Pythagorean Court. <clears throat> now that's going to be a weird street. It is triangular. So you're going to follow that up to the point. <laughs> And at the top of that point... Which, which, which point of the triangle? <laughs> the top point. It's an isosceles triangle. I'm gonna go up to that top point. Per, uh, equilateral, sorry. Equilateral triangle. Which one is Pythagoras known for? Uh, right angle triangle. Yeah, right angle triangle. Uh, those would be isosceles, or the equilateral, wouldn't they? No. No, equilateral. All uh, the sides are the same length. Okay, so Isosceles is the one that where it's a, that sounds right. Look, it has been legitimately nineteen years since I took a geometry class. It's a it's a right triangle, but you're still gonna head along that long side of the triangle. I don't know how long that you're gonna follow that. Um, 
Well, there's a, a squared plus b squared equals c squared. Yeah, you're going like, to head up c we squared. We can figure it out. You're going to head up the c squared fork. <laughs> and at the top of that point, that's where the post office is. It's brand okay. new. You're going to love it. <laughs> Left at the Green Lantern, towards the triangle. Got it. Let's go. Ryan Reynolds is not here. It's a green lamp light oh. post. <laughs> is it lantern shaped, though? I bet it is. It's like, yeah. I mean, it, it looks... <laughs> It's one of the the older school ones that looks like it probably had a gas lamp in it, but it's like a light bulb now. <laughs> so let's do that. Roll act under pressure, everybody. Oh my god, I need to get rid of these dice. I guess read a bad situation more for this one, now that I think about it. Uh, so then that is a ten. I got a five again, and I'm switching these dice out. Eight for read a bad situation. You guys remember the directions he gave you? Ooh. Oh, hey. <laughs> With our powers combined. <laughs> it took all three of us, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And probably that entire Green Lantern thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nighttime. The post office is closed. <laughs> I break a window. Do we see the co- the getaway chariot anywhere? I mean, you see other Postal Service branded chariots, but... That's good enough for Buddy. Uh, Thomason, you break a window? Are you using magic for that? Or are you, like, breaking a window? Yes. You're using magic? I'm, I'm assuming. She's not picking up a thing. Okay. Yeah, she's going to break through a window, yeah. Um, roll me plus weird, and then you'll have to describe... What is she, a peasant? ...how you do this. <laughs> okay, so that's 12, and oh, okay. she... Picks up with magic. I'm assuming, like, I don't know, like a, a garbage can or something that's sitting out on the street. A waste receptacle. One of the chariots? No. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be cool. Fine. Yeah. She picks up one of those and just kind of magically hurls it through the window. Um, okay. You now have an opening into the post office. You're welcome. <laughs> Buddy just strolls on through the open window. Yeah. Um, everyone re- read a bad situation. Oh, Buddy forgot how to read. <laughs> 11. 10. 5. Uh, Jimmy, you got an 11? <laughs> got an 11, yeah. Okay. Um, You can ask three of the questions. Maybe, like, what danger am I... What's the, where is it? What danger haven't I seen? <laughs> you don't see anything. You are alone in this post office. I don't believe you because you had us read a bad situation. I can never lie when I answer the questions. That's a rule of the keeper. I will never lie to you guys. Can I investigate a mystery and just search the post office? Yeah. Uh, nine. Go ahead and ask one question. Are you absolutely sure that we are alone and there is no one here? You <laughs> like are. no one in the back? Nope, you are completely alone in this post office. So this is just a completely pointless <laughs> detour we took. I gave you hints as to what... Did you, though? I'm sure you yeah. did. <laughs> I'm being difficult. Well, the, the, the chariot was for the post office. Yeah. I don't know. Think about what certain strangers who gave you directions said. Turn left at the Greenland. <laughs> Go up fourth? To the Pythagorean court. And it's a right triangle. And, <laughs> and it's brand new. We're going to love it. It's on C-squared? Is there an old one we need to go to? I feel like there's an older one we need to go to. If they've created a brand new post office, there's probably like a now defunct post office where people could be hiding. Which means Thomas and just vandalized something for nothing. Good job. (laughs) 
a brand new building. <laughs> look. But at least we didn't look, burn it down. Look, think about... Th- I was acting quickly. Think about how badly it will be damaged when it falls from the fucking sky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we need to find the old post office. Is th- Can I... Like- Everyone give me an act under pressure roll. Oh, man. Seven. Nine. Ten. So there's another earthquake. Uh, everything goes black for a second. And um, you know that feeling when you're on, like, the Tower of Terror and you yeah. you drop? Um, you feel that for about, like, half a second. Like, it's just that uh. quick, like, whoop. And, uh, Jimmy, this very much disorients you. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, and that's, you know, gonna make you a little, little less perceptive for a minute. Oh, God. So disadvantage on your next um, rate of bad situation roll. Great. Um, that's probably less helpful. I was going to see if there's anything in the post office that would lead us to the... I was going to say, like, is there anything in the new post office referencing, like, the building you replaced, like, some sort of... Like a plaque. Plaque. Yeah. Or, yeah. Thomas Engel, look for a plaque. <laughs> Investigate a mystery. Uh, well, that's a five, so I fall over, I guess. Uh, I do level up, though. Hey. I got a seven on both, which is actually a nine on both of my rolls. <laughs> okay. Buddy? Ooh, 11. All right, buddy, you noticed that framed on one of the walls is a newspaper article. Uh, looks recent. For the dedication of the new post office. Hey, we got the wrong post office? <laughs> does it, Does it say where the old post office was uh investigate a mystery i just did i got a nine yeah but that was for noticing the article this is for reading it <laughs> am i still doing disadvantage no you only had that one okay so that's a 10 okay jimmy you scan through the the article and you find out that the uh one you're actually looking for is on um hermes way on the third level all right so hermes way we go i guess it is hermes way or the uh Get out of here. I'm I'm quitting the podcast. I'm quitting the podcast. Jimmy dies. Just a heart attack from years of unhealthy living. He groaned so loud at that joke that he died. To the old post office. Yep. And then the little, like, Batman swirl transition. (laughs) Roll plus sharp. Is this everybody? Yeah. Thirteen. Nine again. 11. Okay. Um, so Thomason and Buddy recognize, like, they passed it on your way to that joke shop that you went to in, like, the seedier part of town. So you guys have seen it, and you somehow remember where it is, despite Thomason and Buddy being Thomason and Buddy. Um, but <laughs> and you there do being kn- no snacks at all in that building, so why would Buddy have even noted it? But you guys do know that it is not really a walkable distance. I mean, there are We could chariot. steal a chariot. <laughs> Done. I decided let's do it i mean it's an open air it doesn't rain in atlantis on account of well everything um so we just kind of need to hop in huh yeah but there's also the matter of starting it uh which i'm going to need i mean we're in the post office there's in like a wall of keys somewhere (laughs) i'm gonna investigate a mystery 10 7 10 okay for a 10, um, you guys find oh, the back the back room um, where they have the postal van, postal chariot uh, keys on a like a rack. You guys grab a set of keys and uh, it's labeled truck four, 
Chariot 4? I can't. <laughs> we go to Chariot 4. All right. Um, okay. Roll. You guys haven't driven up here before. No. Like an act under pressure? Yes. Who's driving? Buddy. All right, buddy. <laughs> Let the stone guy drive. <laughs> That's a nine. Yeah, you managed to, to do it. It takes longer than and it I should have. I definitely, like, scuff up the, oh, the yeah. sides of it. You've sideswiped a couple other chariots that were parked in the middle of the road all at Independence Day because people are panicking. And I did not leave my insurance information. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys make it uh, to the third level, which, again, is... It looks even worse now that the skylights are closed. It's it's dark. It's not as clean as the rest of the, the city. Uh, you can tell that, you know, they kind of grew up around it after a while. Mm. And it is an old boarded up post office. Well, Thomason, do your thing. Yeah, you vandalized the new one. You may as well vandalize the old one. Yeah, I would like to break into this post office using men <laughs> again. Okay. Uh, and that's a 12. What do you do? Uh, I mean, same thing again. I guess if it's boarded up, are you sure it can't throw the chariot through the door? We might need the chariot. <laughs> we, might, we might need that. Don't. What if you magic the door off of the hinges and then throw that through the window to break the window <laughs> so we can go through the window? <laughs> I mean, I assume that this is the seedy part of town. There's kind of just a lot of junk on the street, right? Could we not just pull the boards off the door? I mean, that was my other thought, but that's a lot of fun than smashing through things. Or you could just, like, throw Buddy through the, the wall, <laughs> so that way there's just, like, a Bigfoot-shaped thing. Buddy, tuck and roll. If you do that, Buddy will take one harm. All right. <laughs> Thompson I, magically flings Buddy. Can I roll an act under pressure to see how well I tuck and roll? Yeah. <laughs> so, I get a plus three to act under pressure. But I rolled a two. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Buddy, it really is just like a big buddy shape. You take two buddy harm. goes through like nose first. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, you hit your head pretty hard, so you take two harm. <laughs> it's a tuck and bleeding. roll. <laughs> I talked, but I forgot to roll. <laughs> <laughs> so, buddy, you are laying. In. Or maybe Buddy, like, tucked in his shirt and then tried to roll a joint. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, you were laying in the lobby of a very dusty, disused post office. I assume, still on my back, I look around to see Oh, you're on your there. front. Oh, I'm on my front. Well, then I look up to see what's there. Ooh, I apparently look very well with blood in my eyes. <laughs> uh, that is an 11. Yeah, you are in a front room. There's a counter in front of you, um, a wall next to the counter. The wall to the right of the door is lined with a bunch of small wooden doors, postal boxes, if you will. I turn back to the other guys and say, it's all walls and doors in here. <laughs> Our mortal enemies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, no. Like, we, we can't figure out doors. <laughs> I, I, I've seen 17 18 doors? 30 doors? Buddy, roll, act under pressure. <laughs> Is this our final How boss? How many doors are there? The final boss of the podcast will be a big door. <laughs> yeah. It's a another 11. Door. How big is that door? Okay. So, Buddy, as you're laying face down, or like st tummy down on the floor of this um, dusty old post office, you see a dark shape behind the counter coming towards you. It's about six feet tall and very lumpy. And then as it gets to the counter, it falls apart 
and then three figures jump up on the counter. One of the doors was actually three guys in a trench coat. And one of those figures, the the center one, uh, dive bombs you, but with an 11, you manage to roll out of the way, and it hits the floor, taking one harm. Well, I'm going to try to punch that guy through the hole that I just opened in the window. Okay, roll kick some ass. Ooh. Oh, I still add a bunch to that, so it's a nine. Uh, what do you do? Uh, I think I don't get to choose an extra good effect. I do nope, kick some just... ass so infrequently, I don't remember how they work. Nope, you just do what you gotta do, and then you take some harm in exchange. Okay, yeah. See, I think if I rolled good, then I can move him where I want him, which what I wanted was to move him out the window, but I think I just punch him in the face real good? Okay, yeah, you punch him in the face, um... What's your, uh... Oh, I do three harm. Okay, so you hit him in the face. He takes uh, two points of harm and uh, flies out of the way. Uh, But, buddy, it manages to bite your knuckle as you punch it in the face, so you can go ahead and take one harm as well. Ouchie! And then the other two are going to start converging on you. One is going to rush Jimmy. The other one is going to rush Thomason. Both are of they you... not even in the building yet, though? Yeah, but you opened up a hole in the wall, and they know that they're there. Yeah, we. I would assume we followed you in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, both of you roll act under pressure. <laughs> Five. Thirteen. Oh, sorry. Even worse, it's a four. <laughs> what? <sighs> okay. Thomason, this... Cherub basically rams you in the stomach and oh. uh, pins you against the wall. So you go ahead and take one harm. And uh, now you have to fight off this flailing, gnashing cherub situation. Jimmy, uh, you, like Buddy, manage to step to the side and it also hits the wall and takes one harm. Okay. Can I, with my, like, baton sword, like, in baton mode, like, slap it? or Yes. <laughs> The six. Uh, that's not that's not gonna do it. Um, you, yeah, you go to hit it and you just hit the wall instead, and you drop your baton. So you're gonna have to pick it up before you do anything else, Thomason. Uh, this thing is going to punch you again, unless you can Ow. roll me a good act under pressure to fend it off. Uh, nine. Okay. So yeah, you manage to throw it it off. Um, but you trip and fall backwards. So you are are sitting on the ground, but you did manage to like throw this this cherub off of you. Cool, cool. Buddy's gonna try to come up to that cherub that has just been thrown and just kind of like baseball style The Thomason one? You know, you know the baseball punches? <laughs> the common move in baseball where instead of using a bat, you just punch the ball to show you're a real man? Oh yeah, the baseball <laughs> punch. I might have watched a different baseball than you did. Are you in tetherball? <laughs> oh, tetherball was fun. I was good at tether. I was also good at tetherball. Kick some. <laughs> Everyone's good at tetherball. It's tied to a string. Fucking <laughs> tetherball. <laughs> I'm rolling a kick some ass. Correct. Yeah. Seven. Okay. Uh, what do you do? Uh, I punch it while it's still in the air from when Thomason threw it. Oh, okay. Ah. So Thomason threw it, and then I jump up. So she and like, was, it's volleyball. It's like she's you're, like a, like the pitcher, volleyball. and I'm at bat. I served it, and you, yeah. Uh, that makes more sense. Yeah, that, that's an easier reference. Okay. And um, cherubs are slightly more volleyball-shaped than baseball Yeah, shaped. you do that, and what's your extra effect? <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to put it where I want it, and I want to throw it out the window again. Okay. Um. So this cherub gets spiked out through the hole. 
and it's temporarily stunned. And buddy, you notice that the the one that you hit out of the the building hasn't come back yet. Okay. Uh, Jimmy, you are still dealing with this one that's going to advance on you. Roll act under pressure to pick up your baton or make another move. Uh, I'm going to pick up my baton with a nine. Okay. Uh, you don't get to attack it. You've just picked it up with that roll. That's fair. I can't dodge or anything while I'm... You can you can either use that to pick up your baton and have it, or you can um, not have your baton and try an unarmed attack on it. That's I'll give you that choice. Okay. Maybe I'm going to try and kick him instead. Okay. I should have stuck with the baton. It's only a seven. Um, you kick it, but it, like, bites onto your foot. Damn it. So you take one harm in, in ouchy foot damage. Um, Buddy shouts, but watch you, out, they're biters! But you kick it for one harm. And it's looking a little worse for wear. Um, and the one that Buddy spiked out of the building is kind of crawling back. It also looks really rough. I would like to use magic to, instead of beating up on a poor baby... Uh, it's not a baby. It has the voice, like the grunt of a old man. <laughs> it's like the baby from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Since Jimmy's baton is still laying on the side, I want to use magic to pick that up and toss it magically towards back to Jimmy. Okay. Use magic. Uh, ten. Uh, yep. So on a ten, it, it works. Jimmy, you have your baton now. <laughs> you get to pick an extra effect? No, no. You just get to choose an effect. So, yeah. It yeah. does a thing. Thank you. Uh, Jimmy, you're still dealing with this one that's on your foot. I would like to hit it again. Off okay. my foot. Ten. You hit it with the baton, and you hit it in just the right spot, and it just kind of goes limp. Like, it's not dead, but it's definitely out cold. I mean, mission accomplished. Um, so now there's the one that's crawling back towards Buddy. Buddy, roll me act under pressure. Nine. For a nine. Um, it can hit you in the stomach and cause one harm to you, um, but also be within range for you to attack it, or you can step out of the way and not have the chance to attack it right now. I'm going to step out of the way for right now. Okay. So yeah, you step out of the way, it stumbles past you, it turns around and it's going to head towards Thomason, Romy Act Under Pressure, Thomason. Six. Yeah, it uh, rams Buddy's you in the stomach again. Somebody? Okay. <laughs> Which I think adds, yeah, that just adds some tough to it, so it won't be. Oh, I rolled decent on the dice though, so that's an eleven. I definitely do it. Okay. Um. So you basically bear hug Thomason to stop this thing from from hitting her, and you get to choose an extra. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Ooh, one of the extra effects is I inflict harm on the enemy. Uh, so you bear hug Thomason, put one arm out, and it just kind of runs into your hand and knocks <laughs> itself out. Do I put my fing- like two fingers out so I like do the eye poke on it? Yeah. It just runs into an eye poke? Just yeah. <laughs> so um, as far as you know, all three of these cherubs are out cold. <laughs> da, 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 do like an investigation no. to see if there's anything around like in terms of... I don't know, like a plan laying out in the open? <laughs> <laughs> They're dumb babies. Did they do it uh, Gone in 60 Seconds style when he had a black light? Oh my god. <laughs> eight. I got an eight. Are you seeing if there's like anything that you missed in the room? Yeah, like a like a sort of like a what is being concealed here sort of situation. I, I can't tell. Like, 
that's either investigate a mystery, read a bad situation because you are like actively on guard in this situation. And if you're trying to tell if there's any more threats, that's going to be a plus sharp. But if you're looking for like clues to where you should go next, that's investigate a mystery. So what is your intention? I mean, both of my modifiers are the same, but probably like to to see if there's anything I missed as opposed to like see if there's any more threats. Okay. Uh, that was a seven? Eight. Eight. Uh, you still just get to ask one question. Is there anything I missed? <laughs> <laughs> like what is being concealed here, I guess? Yeah. Um, there's nothing immediately in the room, but you do notice like in the back over the counter where the, the cherubs arrived from. Um, past like a sorting table, there is a door with a light coming from under the uh, under the door. Let's go to there. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> we open a door. <laughs> Roll. <laughs> Act oh, under dear. pressure. I got a nine. I got an eight again. I got an eight. Wow. One of you is going to have to kick the door down because it's locked. <laughs> Doors! I mean, Buddy is definitely the strongest now. All right, go ahead I'm and roll a kick. i now. Kick some ass roll. He's always been the biggest, but roll a kick some ass roll. <laughs> oh, that's an 11. Yeah, Buddy, you just Spartan kick this door in. <laughs> and since it's a Greek-inspired door, it's very, very effective. <laughs> <laughs> very susceptible to Spartan kicks. Yes. Um, so this door... Gets, you know, kicked in, shatters. It's, you know, wood door. Um, uh, as you, you peep into the room, you find, like, a small back storage room with a few more tables and some abandoned postal equipment um, that's closer to what you would recognize from a post office in, like, your world, so it's not technologically advanced. And at the back of the room, there are some upturned sorting bins and scattered papers fashioned into, like sort of a throne made from boxes and draped with white fabric that looks like it was recently made. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, and sitting on the throne is a Tom Hiddleston in his mid-30s. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a white uh, toga situation with gold accents and brown leather sandals that have brown leather wings attached to the heels. Um, and you notice that these wings have kind of a sheen to them, and they're twitching slightly as he is sitting there. Um, in the man's hand is a gold uh, helmet that he is absently shining. And uh, next to him, sitting on the arm of the throne, is the woman that you recognize from the video. And uh, roll me plus sharp, everybody. Six. <laughs> uh, six. <sighs> I got a five. Six. <laughs> we all failed. You guys don't None of us. recognize you guys don't Six. recognize this woman from your hotel room when the cherubs were there at all. <laughs> She's just <laughs> never there. The first time you ever saw her was on the video in the uh You know, you make this joke, but I literally do not remember there being a lady in the hotel. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, why so I was having We you... are all capable of playing this scene perfectly that's why i was having you roll because i didn't specifically mention her in that and i was gonna see if like one of you has a moment of like oh shit but you didn't <laughs> i was a little worried um Chris? buddy's gonna look at them and say give us back the fork <laughs> so the woman stands up and starts walking towards you and after she gets a few feet she holds her hands in front of her and claps loudly 
and it sends out kind of like a shockwave of like blinding rainbow light, and you guys are temporarily deafened. Oh, God. Um, and everyone roll me act under pressure. Six. Ten. I'm going to level up twice in this episode. Eight. Okay. So, Buddy and Thomason, you can't see. Like, you just have spots of, like, rainbow light dancing in front of your eyes. You can hear, though. Um, but you are each going to take one point of harm. Uh, Jimmy, you s- managed to, like, close your eyes and put your hands over your ears fast enough that after the initial uh, sound and light, um, you regain your vision and hearing pretty quickly. Good job. Buddy is now unstable. Oh, God. <laughs> Pop a bath salt. No, not a bath salt. Uh, bath bomb? Bath bead? Bath bead. Yeah, you definitely can if you want. Let's take a bath real quick? <laughs> hey, you got those? <laughs> yeah, Buddy's gonna chew on a Tide Pod. He learned it from the teens. He's a 37-year-old man. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> I just rolled a nat motherfucking 20. Um, you were here for four harm. <laughs> And you feel like fucking Popeye. <laughs> this is what... Do I get big forearms? <laughs> no, but you do get an extra harm on your next punch. <laughs> hey, kids, eat Tide Pods. It does great things. I had always wanted to eat one of those little whale-shaped bath oil things. Like, no joke. I get it. <laughs> um, well, Buddy's going to use his newfound strength to punch a lady. <laughs> Definitely a choice. Okay. <laughs> We're great role models for kids. Eat Tide Pods and punch Eat Tide ladies. Pods and punch ladies. Right in the face. Roll kicks some ass. <laughs> you can't see her, so it's actually going to be at a disadvantage. Well, I have my big, strong, uh, muscly forearm, so I think that can- counsels out. Counsels? No, if you hit her, you do an extra harm, but you do counsels have... out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> They farmed that specific thing out. He has such beefy forearms that it's really hard for him to swing one without hitting something. <laughs> Even with disadvantage, that's a 10. Okay. Um. Yeah, you wildly, like, haymaker this lady. <laughs> or four harm to the face. Um, uh, she is flying back. Um, she definitely doesn't look great. And the man on the the throne um he stands up quickly and like gets between you and and her as she goes flying into a stack of boxes and uh he snaps his finger and she like slowly stands up and like glares at you and like exits the room (laughs) and he says i would have preferred that you not walk right in here and begin assaulting a goddess but if that's how we're going to do this she blinded us first well you did um unceremoniously kick your way into my lair so the door was locked what do you expect us to do and we're pretty sure you're responsible for like making a city fall from the skies so i feel like it's warranted yeah we're kind of in a bit of a time crunch here and it's really your fault yeah, you stole the big ocean fort. Give it back. I know the whole holier-than-how thing works really well as a god, but it's very annoying in this situation. Um, he snaps again, and the uh, trident um, and the helmet from his throne come zooming towards him. And uh, 
land in their appropriate places on his head and in his hand. And he says, I am not quite ready to give up this trident. Plus, I, I have to deal with you. That was part of the deal. So deal with whom? You know, um, roll, roll manipulate someone. Oh, wait, I'm more charming now. I, huh, uh, 12. Oh, Jesus. Oh my god, I only got a seven. <laughs> Thomason, contrary to popular belief, is charming as hell. And Buddy used up all of his luck on that nat 20, because I just rolled snake eyes on a manipulate somebody. So, uh, Buddy ain't charming right now. I think Buddy's just too busy, like, rubbing his eyes so he can't use his normal charm. This gives Hermes, like, a weird vibe that I don't think I was originally going to give him, but... <laughs> He, like, looks Thomason up and down. I already hate it. Thank you. <laughs> I I mean, he is Tom Hiddleston, so maybe it's not that bad. Yeah, that's why it's a weird vibe that I wasn't <laughs> quite prepared for. Um, it's like, I, I have time to field some questions. Uh, you, get, okay. you get three, and then, then I'm, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to deal with you, because, again, I have some promises I made to people. Like, it's, you know, it's no, it's not personal. What is this, a Loki and Thanos situation? Who's Thanos? <laughs> who, who did you make a deal with? Uh, it was less that I had a request made of me um, by someone who made me a very good offer. That doesn't answer the question. Give me a name. Um, she did not give me her name. It was a being from a different terrestrial plane. So it's Kay's who, sister. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. What was the deal? You destroy Atlantis and kisses you on the mouth? What? Like, <laughs> no, I was picturing him as Will Ferrell from Austin Powers. So, like, if you ask him a question, like, he's like, damn it. Okay. He's got to ask him three times. <laughs> um, no, I was given the opportunity to steal this, uh, this little trident uh, from these people and enact my revenge. Uh, in exchange for keeping something safe and uh, having some fun with you guys before I ultimately throw you from the city. So what? You got your panties in a twist over a play and now you want to kill a whole bunch of people? You know, contrary to popular belief, we do not wear underwear under these togas. Is that the point? (laughs) No, but it's going to be something fun later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What weird energy this guy is bringing. Okay. Uh, third question, give us back the trident. <laughs> that's that's not a question. <laughs> no? I literally don't care to know anything else about you. Just give it, give us back. I'm not going to give this back. Um, I have a whole thing that I'm doing, so... Do you want to... <laughs> that is kind of our move. I guess if, yeah, if you're... I don't want to wait for him to finish talking. I want to set him on fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Um, roll, use magic, and it better be a good one. Seven. You also have luck point. Mm-hmm. Which, like... Oh, shit. I we've do never have used. luck points. Oh, and I... Yeah, because I... Yeah, fuck it. Use a luck point. Set this bitch on fire. <laughs> Please describe what this looks like and what the harm is. I'm going to, like, blast him with a fucking fireball, and it's three harm. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, yeah, you hit him in the chest with a fireball, and it sends him flying backwards into his makeshift throne, which basically falls apart. So he's tangled in, like, a sheet and some shipping boxes. 
for a second. Lovely. <laughs> and he, he does take uh, two harm. Three harm. No, he takes two harm. No, it's three harm. <laughs> ignore it's armor, I'm pretty sure. Two harm? Yeah, three harm, ignore armor. What did you roll for it? She used a luck point, a 12. Yeah. Okay. But um, the extra effect is one harm, ignore armor. No, um, for I'm using burn everything from the Hex playbook, which is okay. three harm, ignore armor. Okay. Then you also get to pick an extra effect. Hell yeah. Uh, basically, I think your options here are trap a specific person. Um, yeah, I'm reading through the list now. Oh, you can heal one harm. <laughs> I fireballed so well. That I've healed <laughs> you know, myself. You know what I'd rather do? And I'm going to inflict an extra harm. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, he flies backwards and takes four harm. Um, he is very upset at this. And he's like, I thought we could talk nicely and then I smite you and then we're done. But I guess you're going to make this difficult. And he snaps Look. his fingers and everyone roll me act under pressure. Oh, Oof. Nine. I'm going to level up twice this episode, too. I got a five. Got another 11. Okay, buddy, you... <laughs> nothing happens to you. <laughs> uh, Thomason, your ears are briefly filled with the disembodied screams of screaming things. I don't know, like... <laughs> it sounds unpleasant. Thank you. Uh, Jimmy, you... Find yourself no longer in the post office, oh, no. but standing in the middle of the initiation room of your old sect headquarters. No, thank you. And you, you appear to be alone here. No, 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 thank you. And I'm going to give you guys a chance to do something. Me? I... Uh, any of you. Uh, Jimmy, that's just where you are mentally right now. Um, so you'd actually, you can, can do something. Can we still see him? Yes, you guys can still see Jimmy, and he's standing there, just kind of wide-eyed, looking around. So normal Jimmy. <laughs> we, we don't notice anything. Can I just kind of, like, slap him across the head and see if that does anything? <laughs> Roll kick some ass. Uh, be unstable again. <laughs> oh, that's a nine. So for a nine, you do <laughs> inflict a harm on Jimmy, but... Jimmy, in that, you feel, like, a slap across your face from, like, a disembodied hand, and for a second, the the room, like, flickers away, and you're in the post office again, and then, like, you're back in the, uh, the room. Come on. Um, and Hermes is going to advance on Buddy, who's the only one that his illusion didn't really have any effect on, um, and he is going to try to, uh, hit you with his staff that he picks up from the rubble of his throne. Um, so go ahead and roll me and act under pressure, buddy. Seven. Okay. So, buddy, you can dodge out of the way and have no chance to defend yourself, or you can take one harm as he uh, hits you in the chest with his staff, but you have the opportunity to grab the staff um, or something to that effect. Uh, yeah, I'll take that harm, and I'm gonna grab that staff from him. Are you grabbing it from him, or are you grabbing it and, like, using it to maneuver him? Uh, well, I guess if I roll well enough, what I would like to do is, like, grab the staff, like, kind of fling him to the ground, and then smack him with it. Okay. Roll kick some ass. 
Are you Budfoot right now? Oh, yeah. I, I've been Budfoot since I went through the door. Okay. I, I turned into Bigfoot to blast a hole through a wall. Fair enough. Ooh, good roll on the dice. And, oh, that's a 13. I believe that is what is known as a good roll. Okay. Uh, <laughs> describe what happens. Uh, yeah, so, like, as he, hit, like, swings the staff into me, like, it definitely, like, hits me, like, in the tummy. And I, I get a tummy bruise. Which Buddy is not happy about. It's his favorite part of his body. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do uh, just like grab the staff and I throw him to the ground kind of like, not like right at my feet, but within like perfect staff swinging range of my feet and just kind of smash the staff down right onto the top of his noggin. And how much harm does that do? You tell me. It's a staff well, that I just picked up. How much harm do you usually do? If I was using my normal punchers, it would be a three. Okay. Um. So yeah, you do... Uh... You do two harm to him, and he's winded for a second. Jimmy, roll act under pressure again. Ten. Okay. So, Jimmy, you, after being slapped by Thomason, you're kind of suspicious of this this room in which you have been placed in. Mm -hmm. Um, And you do start to hear a familiar ceremonial chanting advancing towards you. It doesn't give you, like, a great feeling. But then you kind of remember where you are and what was happening and the illusion is broken so you are are free from this god uh, okay who slapped me (laughs) (laughs) hey i fixed it you're welcome (laughs) violence it solves all problems i mean in my experience (laughs) so he is where now like Buddy has... He is laying on the ground, I'd say, about a foot away from Buddy. He's starting to, like, get himself back up. Uh, he doesn't look, like, great, but um, he has managed to get himself up off the ground, and he is looking at you, Thomason. Uh, can I fling him backwards uh, against the wall? Go for it. Uh, seven. Uh, are you using a special move for that, or is it just a standard uh, use magic? Just the standard use magic. So you do manage to, like, pick him up and... And throw him against the wall, but um, you could feel yourself pulling from like your old source of magic, so it does give you a headache, and you're gonna take one harm. But he also takes one harm. Okay, well, I am unstable. We knew that, <laughs> but in a medical way, <laughs> we knew that. <laughs> While he's up against the wall, Buddy would try to like to do the uh, troll from Lord of the Rings maneuver and just. Pin him like Frodo to the wall with his big spear that he now has. It's a it's a staff. Well, yeah, but it's that's still what Buddy going for. Okay, a big stick. I, I'm a, a, a sharp. big stick while he's up against the wall. Uh, roll, kick some ass. I'm gonna roll these dice that gave me ones in the past and see if they'll redeem themselves. They almost did. Oh, it still adds up to an eleven though. Oh yeah, what do you do? Uh, I try to pin him on the wall with the staff. Yes, but describe how it looks. You rolled an 11. You get to tell me what happens. Uh, I just, like, charge at him with, like, uh, like both hands on the staff and just, like, I don't know, like, if, if you've seen Lord of the Rings, which I assume anybody listening to this or playing has seen a Lord of the Ring, <laughs> it looks exactly like the scene from Fellowship of the Ring when the troll squishes Frodo up against the wall. All right, and so- everybody goes, oh, no, Frodo. But this time it's the bad guy, so people are going, oh, yay, Frodo? So you get him in... <laughs> in the throat and he's going to take a harm from a harm from that. But he raises one of his hands as he's like struggling to breathe and snaps his fingers again. And all of you roll act under pressure. Don't like this guy. Ooh, eight. 
14. Wow. I rolled double six. Ten. Uh, what was that, Thomason? Uh, it was an eight. Now I'm worried. <laughs> I'm already dying. Thomason, you, again, just... It doesn't quite manage to, to take over you, but you do have a, a terrifying flash of what I can only describe as a combination of that videotape from Event Horizon and um, the Satan Pit from As Above, So Below. Okay. So you're just in... <laughs> I understand one of those references. <laughs> um, you are in, in this brief flash, a, a rock room, like a cave, uh, filled with people screaming and writhing. And you're pretty sure that this is what hell is like, like the hell of your, your parents' religion describing to you, like that kind of thing. Delightful. You get that for a second and then you come back, but the shock of it is going to keep you from moving for, for basically a turn. Yeah, that's fair. That's so you have some emotional stuff to work with. Emotional damage. Really? You haven't seen Event Horizon? I haven't. It's good. (laughs) I'm sure I would enjoy it. (laughs) I don't know if enjoy is the right word, knowing what I know about Event Horizon. But no, it's it's very scary. It's it's great. Um it's why I got on that Hieronymus Hieronymus Bosch uh tangent the other day. Oh yes. Yeah, you're in one of those paintings. It's not great. So yeah, he manages to to hit you with with that, but the other two are fine. Buddy, you've still got him pinned. I will give you that. You have him for one more turn though, because he is he does have his other hand on his staff trying to pull it back from you. Oh jeez. Okay. Um Jimmy would like to unsheath the sword and try and hit him with it while he's trying to okay. take this this staff back from Buddy. Ten. Okay, what do you do? Um, I'm just going to, like, as he's trying to pull the staff away, just, like, with that arm that he's trying to pull with, just, like, slash it with the sword. Jesus, okay. Um, What's your sword's usual harm? Okay, and what are you adding uh, for the extra effect? You just want to add more harm to it? Yeah, just more harm to it. Because he sent me back to a place I didn't want to go to, so fuck that guy. You hit his arm with the with your sword, and I mean you don't cut it off, but it does hurt quite a bit. And he like moves his arm off, and then just puts both of his hands up, (laughs) like okay, (laughs) we're good. But he can't talk because Buddy is crushing his windpipe. Mm -hmm. But he does give the like I surrender uh hand signal. Give us the fucking trident. (laughs) He tries to say something, but he can't. But he loosens the spear just a little bit. Um, he has to take a second to recover from the crushed windpipe as he just kind of like falls to his knees. And he's like, fine, fine. <laughs> I wasn't going to I wasn't going to put the I wasn't going to let Atlantis fall out of the sky. I'm not stupid. It sure looked like you were. No, I just wanted them to like panic a little bit. I mean, mission accomplished. Give us the fucking trident. It's like, fine. You know what? This is stupid. I'm done. I'm done doing... Ugh, fine. And also give me your shoes. <laughs> Roll manipulate someone. <laughs> what are you, one of the bullies from Hocus Pocus? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't notice that I have ice shaped into the back of my head? <laughs> you just had bud shaped in the back of your head. Oh, that would be a 13. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what fine that's the story about buddy got hermes shoes 
Well, but he can fly, I guess. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he, like, takes off his sandals, which are too small for Buddy. And he, like, throws them at you. And he's like, okay, take the trident, take the journal, take the fucking shoes. I just... All right, then. Please tell me that you at least got the clues that I sent. Like, at least validate my game. I mean, we eventually got there. It just took us a really long time because, like, your clues were, like, just this side of too obscure. Just this side. Like, I mean, I don't think it's really on him. I mean, we were pretty dumb. Listen, I was trying to make us sound better. Can you just- In our defense, there was, like, two of everything that he gave us clues for. <laughs> I was just trying to make us sound better. Obviously, it's because we're dumb. <laughs> and two is a whole lot of things to investigate especially when there's three of us <laughs> it's like fine i i will go put the trident back i will smooth things over with poseidon the other the journal is in one of the boxes from the throne i just ask that you respect it it's the journal and then he snaps his finger again and him and the trident disappear. Oh, he disappeared? Yes. Oh, I had a funny thing I was going to do. No, say it anyways. <laughs> well, it would be like as he was leaving, Buddy was going to pat him on the back. And then as you see that he's leaving, you notice that Buddy stuck a kick me sign onto his back. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's been doing all the dumb pranks and we'll I wanted to do Buddy a dumb prank on him. Writing the sign on the back of an old lake. Uh, envelope when he disappears with the trident. <laughs> and there is that moment of like, oh shit, he disappeared with the trident. But um, you guys can see through like the front window that has like a crack in it, you know, in the boards, that uh, the sunlight returns outside. That's good. And, and everything seems to be uh, normalizing. We did it. Uh, can we go get that journal now? Uh, roll, 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 investigate a mystery, everybody. Ten. Eleven. Six. Uh, so, Jimmy and Thomason, you basically find it at the same time. It's a, um, it's a small leather-bound book with, like, very old paper in it that says, printed on the front in gold letters, property of Hermes for my eyes only. <laughs> Do we literally pick up his diary? Yes, absolutely. Uh, do we get to find out which uh, member of the Greek pantheon he has a crush on? <laughs> I'm, I feel like it's, it's Zeus. Isn't he related to Zeus? They're all related. I mean, they're all related. <laughs> it doesn't stop him. No, I feel like his choice of accomplice made it pretty obvious. Oh, yeah. Who was that lady? Oh, mystery lady who I just punched and then she bounced. Um, Jimmy, <laughs> roll plus sharp for me. <laughs> Ten. Uh, it was Iris, goddess of rainbows, also a messenger to the gods. Mm, they met well. at work. <laughs> That's cute. I punched the rainbow lady? Yeah. <laughs> you punched literally the cutest goddess in existence. In, in my defense, defense, I couldn't see because my peepers were hurt. <laughs> she came out strong. Yeah, she's actually pretty cool. Um, are you guys going to leaf through the, uh, yes, definitely. the journal? Okay. Yeah, I'm leaving through the buddy hole. The hole that buddy made in the wall. I said leaf, not leave. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I also assumed the journal was like our ticket out of here. But yeah, let's do that. Um, yeah. So. As, oh, as I'm flipping, dying. 
Buddy pulls out another Hello Kitty (laughs) Band-Aid. So while Buddy is healing Thomas and Jimmy, you're reading through this journal, and from what you can tell, it's mostly um, bits and pieces of stand-up routines. Oh my god. (laughs) And I got that Band-Aid in the exact right spot. You are stable and healed for one harm. Excellent. Love that for us. Do we have any more of the, like, bath oil things for Jimmy? Yeah, I think she gave you, like, five of them, and you've used... Three. I'm gonna use one more. Okay, so Jimmy, you pop one of those as you're you're reading through his uh, observational humor. Sixteen. Uh, there are some ideas for sketches in there, but you have a feeling that he couldn't really put together a good sketch comedy group. Hilarious. What did you roll? 16. Okay. Um, you are very sleepy, like a a strong antihistamine kind of sleepy. Okay. But yeah, you you keel for the for two harm. Um, and your tummy troubles go away. Oh, nice. Buddy's gonna smoke a joint to try to heal his tummy bruise. So, Jimmy, as you... Buddy's doing that. You flip through, and you see a dog-eared page in the back. And you flip through it, and uh, what languages does Jimmy speak? Oh, God, I don't know. I... (laughs) Certainly he speaks Latin. Probably just... Yeah, probably Latin. Minimum. Just Latin? I mean, he's not... He wasn't doing French class or anything, you know what I mean? Does he speak Greek? He probably speaks, like childish greek like you probably like figure it out okay uh roll plus sharp seven okay for a seven you can make out the words the bones and dust in this five word sentence in this dog-eared part of the the journal the bones and dust because those are you know big standout words (laughs) all right um. Um. And Thomason, your pocket starts to vibrate again. Well, shit. Time to go. Do we? We probably need to get back to the jeep, huh? Probably. Just for us to be able to like we get could. back to. Um. You guys take your stolen chariot. <laughs> Is there anything you want to like finish up or or anything before you leave? I Do mean, wanna, buddy like- has a list of restaurants that he would like to check out. <laughs> Hey, yeah, let's take Hector and Irina for a nice meal to say thanks. Okay. <laughs> and Buddy is also expecting there's going to be a parade for us. But they will need to pay because I don't think we have any Atlantean money. You know, you guys head back to the police to the police station <laughs> in your stolen car. And <laughs> it's it's the morning time now. They're heading into work mm. and they see you guys kind of, you know, roll up and they're like, we're just not going to ask. Um, <laughs> Probably for the best. And Would you believe it if we said we got a job? <laughs> no. Then you're a good cop. Uh, and Irene <laughs> says, "We're. I assume it was you guys that vandalized the new post office. I'm just not going to ask about that either. The Trident is back. The city is returning to normal. I. What happened? Sometimes you got to break a few eggs to make I an omelet. I mean, in general, they mean... Um, Basically, Hermes was real pissed about the play, and he just wanted to scare y'all a little bit. He says he was never gonna, like, kill everybody, but I mean, he seems like kind of a shady piece of shit, so, you know. Yeah, I don't know how much he kind of just wanted to, you know, take his word for it. I'm not really sure about the historical honesty of of Hermes. He's just... He's basically a glorified mailman. He's basically Um, just a little gossipy bitch. I don't... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he, he's not little. He's like six foot. Yeah, this version. Six foot some change. 
He's not played by Paul Schaefer. Like, <laughs> I mean, that is what I have been picturing this whole time until you bring yeah. it up, Hiddleston. It's Grecian Loki in this version, just for my own <laughs> purposes. Oh, man. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, no one's complaining. Just stop making us attracted to the bad guys is really my main complaint. I... <laughs> No. <laughs> no. I don't think I will, thank you. I gotta have something. Also, one of the bad guys was literally like an amorphous blob demon that you fought in the hotel, so like... Yeah, but like, you know, the majority of them. Two of them. I'm just just I'm two of them. The- yeah, I'd love, I'd love to hear who else out of the... I mean, obviously Prince K. Because there was the old prospector ghost. There was Prince K, which I will give you. Um, There were trolls. So there wasn't, you know, there wasn't trolls that were the major. Yeah, the trolls were the minions. No, it was trolls that were upset that the people were building a resort on their land. Right, that's where we got. Oh, yeah. Who then just fucked off. He's on a he is on a vision quest like Troy from Community. He's on a walkabout. It's a sail about, if you will. <laughs> he went back to Norway to uh, find his self, like find himself. Um, Remember, like an eat, pray, love situation. <laughs> came across in my notes as I was flipping back in really large capital letters. Buddy kills a guy with a katana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the people in that cult weren't hot. No. I don't think. I don't think so. Not a single not a single hot person in that entire cult. Nope. I mean there might have been, but Buddy was too busy just chopping through with that katana. I mean they're definitely not hot anymore. They're katanaed. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so you guys are out of trouble with the law. That's nice. That's, That's good for us. As you explained what happened. Um you guys go out to Olive and Garden for unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. <laughs> There are like six locations in Atlantis. It's really weird. But yeah, Thomason, your uh, Olive Garden table is ready thing is vibrating the whole time. Buddy definitely That's buys annoying. himself an unlimited pasta pass on the way out the door. <laughs> Buddy, It will be used literally... equally as much as everybody else's unlimited pasta pass that has ever bought one before. <laughs> so you guys get a police escort back to Yeah, because they want to make Jeep, sure which we're is still leaving. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is still parked in the middle of this basically temple <laughs> where the trident has been placed back where it belongs, but there is a mustache drawn on the uh, on the uh, statue of Poseidon that is holding it. But like, <laughs> it's a marble statue and it already had a beard, but like he drew a mustache over the top of the marble <laughs> mustache that was already there. All right, time to go home. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they want us here anymore. No. At least we didn't burn anything down. Yeah, the only thing we burnt was, you know, Hermes. A plant and a, the god. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that won't come back to bite us at all. But no property did. Well, we broke a few windows, but. <laughs> Again, most of that was Thomason. I feel like you and I are good here. I did steal his shoes. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so Buddy has some sandals that don't fit him. <laughs> you can get those refit because that's how shoes they're work. sandals you can what size <laughs> shoe does buddy wear uh i mean that depends he has a sliding scale he's not a one-sized man <laughs> so does he like so bust through his shoes every time he bud foots out or does he just wear really big shoes all the time i think he just wears uh 
a really like good pair of Birkenstocks so his toes can just like poke out. Fucking wood, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, with Loki's journal in hand. Loki's and, uh, Hermes. With Hermes's <laughs> journal in hand. I mean, obviously that was what you were going for, but I did have to find a Greek trickster god, and it turns out that Hermes fit that role. You guys pile into your Jeep, um, hit the garage door opener, and a portal opens up. Uh, just wowing uh, Hector and Irene, who are <laughs> watching you go. <laughs> uh, and you drive through it and out of their lives, hopefully forever. <laughs> <laughs> and you arrive back in your garage. And the entire city of Atlantis breathes a sigh of relief. <laughs> it does, collectively. Um, and you guys are back at the... Uh, the Midway House, if you will. I have to imagine that a bunch of people who didn't meet us just suddenly feel like this overwhelming like sense of relief and they don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> like that scene in Ace Ventura when he leaves the temple and all of the bunks are like partying as he's yes. <laughs> exiting. Yes. Yeah. Exactly like that. Um, yeah, so you guys are back home. Uh, you... <sighs> I hesitate to say you solved my Hermes puzzle, but you definitely <laughs> arrived at the end of the story for my Hermes puzzle. I mean, did we fix the thing? Oh, yeah. I feel like we solved. I mean, I think we did a pretty good job of figuring out, like, the motive and everything. Yeah, I just, I, I need to take a second to let you guys know that the pattern behind the clues was one clue related to the crime that was about to be committed. <laughs> One related to the location of the crime that was about to be oh, committed, yeah. and one was a hint as to who was committing the crime. That was the part that I wasn't catching. Was the I was like, what is this fucking third one? What the fuck? This is why I have no future as the Riddler. <laughs> I mean, for which we're all thankful, honestly. Calendar Man, maybe. Um, <laughs> Kite Man, most likely. So yeah, uh, you guys are back at home. You you have what you assume is another clue to um, the the spell that you need to to do in order to free K or get to the dimension where K is being held, and uh, you help solve a problem in another dimension. Boy, we're good at this. We're excellent at this. No issues whatsoever. Two for two. Haven't killed an entire dimension yet. Yep, so let's uh, let's go over the end of session stuff, unless there's something that you guys want to do immediately. Uh, Bree has uh, been taken out for walkies uh, by Lil Hicks, so she's doing good. Um, she's very proud of you. Oh, man. Um, okay. Did we conclude the current mystery? Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. Did you save someone from certain death, or worse? A whole city. Yeah. Iffy on that. Did you learn something new and important about the world? That's always a weird one for the current mystery that we're on, because we're not in the yeah. world. Yeah. Um, did you learn something new and important about one of the hunters? No. Nah. No, there's no personal improvements on these Okay, ones. so you guys get one experience I point. Leveled up again. That'll do. So did I. So, uh, yeah, until next time, this ended up being a longer than I expected mystery, but, you know. <laughs> feel like i should do a next time on monster do we get a teaser Please do a next time on monster do a teaser do Please. a teaser do uh, a teaser Th thomason roll for a vision oh yeah uh nine um could you uh remind me i don't have your character sheet <laughs> that's open. actually great i also have to remember on a seven to nine you get clouded images of something bad that is yet to happen okay thomason as you uh 
you know, hop out of the car, go inside, you are hit with a strange mixture of images. You see what was probably a medieval village uh, flash through your head, uh, along with an alien writing in stone, um, glowing green. And, uh, yeah, that's... Well, it's aliens, guys. We're doing aliens next time. It's exciting. I haven't done aliens yet. Technically, you guys have, but it was a different... It was a different time. Yes. In a different life, you fought the Flatwoods monster. Different. Different (laughs) life. All right, guys. Um, Well, we'll be back in probably two weeks uh, with our next next mystery. Ooh. Cool. Exciting. Uh, You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MonsterPodRPG. And you can find us on the interwebs at MonsterPod.Monster. And thanks to Lisa for our cover art. You can find her at LisaSpiller at Patreon.com. And thank you to Gumball for our theme music. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you guys next time. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Murder. Mayhem. Destruction of property. What are you doing? It's the new ad for Afternoonified. I heard the kids these days like those things. Okay, but we talk about more than just murder and mayhem. I mean, we also do science, there's paranormal, history, other weird stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay. Murder. Mayhem. History. Science. Basic civics sometimes. Afternoonified releases wherever you get your podcasts every Wednesday on the Sublo Media Network. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to sobelomedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.